because my life is messy. Like, literally messy. You're, like, not figuratively, like, actually. Like, actually, like, my room is a mess, <laughs> my house is a mess, my kitchen's a mess, you know? Like, like Mary Kondo would have a field day Which is, at my place. And to be honest, like, I didn't really believe you until, like, I actually did <laughs> see the way you lived, and I was like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Stacy. I'm Melissa. And, and this, this is Tea Talk. Talk. You know, Stacy, I've really been thinking about this lately and I just want to know, am I the only person that ever feels like, you know, you've, you know that you're an adult, like, you know, your age is, is of an adult age. <laughs> of a very adult age. Of a very adult age. But you feel like a child sometimes. Like you literally Girl. don't feel like your age. Cause there are so many times where I'm like, I'm a grown woman. Right? Like, I'm a grown woman, but there are some just days where I'm like, I don't want to be. I don't want to do it. Honestly, like, I I feel like I should have my, like, life together at this point, but I just, I feel so all over the place, and, like, I don't know. There's, yeah, I definitely know where you're coming from, because I feel like my age does not match, like, what I'm doing in life, I guess. I don't yeah. know. There's just, like, a disconnect, and there definitely is, there are certain days where I'm just like, yeah, of course I'm an adult. Like, those young people, like, don't know what they're doing. Like, I have so much experience. Mm-hmm. But then there are other days where I'm just like, wait, how come, like, I am a grown-ass woman who has not done her laundry in, like, a month. Right? <laughs> you know? It's, like, crazy because there are certain areas of my life where I feel like I'm killing it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you got this girl. Like, yeah, you're an adult. And then there's like other barriers where you're like, what are you doing? Like, you need to file your taxes. Like that can't like sit any longer. I literally every year my tax season comes around and I like to the T will like file them like the day before. Really? It's the worst thing. Like I will, I ask myself every year, I'm like, when are you going to like actually get it done yeah. like an adult and do it in a timely manner. That's so funny. That's because like my growth area is like taxes and paperwork. Like I just, I like kill it. Like I can do anything else. Yeah. Like give me a work deadline. Like, yeah, I'll do it. But like when it comes to my personal like deadlines of like, I don't know, just paperwork, I'm so bad at it. That's so funny because like I'm so on top of my taxes every year. I feel like every time I'm doing my taxes, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am a grown-ass <laughs> woman. I'm doing my own taxes. Like, I got this, you know? But then I struggle with freaking cleaning my house and making my bed and, like... That's so... I feel like washing literally the dishes. opposites, though, because, like, I will do all the other things. Yeah. Like, meal prep, cook. I will meal prep because, I mean, food is life. Yeah. Like, make my bed. That's, like, something I have to do every day. But, like, when it comes to, like, adult paperwork... Yeah. It's so sad. Like, I put it off to the max. Like, insurance. Like, we'll get, like, four reminders to, like, do things for, like, insurance. Like, submit this. And, like, I'll wait till the last time. Well, like, Like, paying my bills. Sometimes, like, I forget. And then... They're emailing me like, um, we're going to turn off your internet if you don't pay your bills. (laughs) OMG. Yeah. You cannot live without that. Yeah. So the good thing is there's auto pay. So like, I don't have to like think about those things. I know. Because I just like set all the auto stuff. But I just feel like there needs to be a life lesson on how to balance life's priorities. Balance is so hard. And I've definitely been struggling with this and like thinking about it lately Cause I'm like, okay, 
I have certain aspects of my life. I'm like, I'm gold. And then other aspects, I'm just like, what? Like, WTF. Yeah. And there's just, like, there's no balance. And I think that's the key right there. And I, I doubt we're the only people feeling this way. It's such a struggle. Right. I think that as we grow older and we're more, you know, mature in our age at least, we start to recognize that balance is something that we need in order to feel like our life is in order, that we have sort of harmony in our life because if like you're doing really well in one arena of your life, but the other parts are being neglected, yeah, then you can feel like super disorganized and chaotic. So I think it's something that we should talk about today is just how to live a life in balance and how to even define balance because that in itself is like the first step right before you can even try and tackle the other parts of your life yeah so like how have you struggled with balance because to me it feels like you are killing it tell me about your struggles with balance because to me like you're like the ultimate like your goals to me and like which is so funny (laughs) And that's funny because I think outwardly I do, well now at this point in my life, I definitely do prioritize the things that are important to me. Mm -hmm. So personally speaking, I've just come into this understanding recently, but before I didn't have this understanding that like life is about sort of like the domains of wellness and that each part needs careful attention. What are the domains of wellness? Yeah. So basically, you know, There are certain categories of your life that you can kind of segment life into, and it's kind of like your physical wellness, so like your actual body, right, your physical health. Okay. And then it's like your emotional wellness, so like how are you emotionally doing? Are you, you know, sad, angry, happy, those things? Mm -hmm. And then your intellectual wellness is a thing too. Like are you feeding that side of your sort of brain where you feel fulfilled intellectually? Okay, like curiosity. Curiosity, learning, learning growth, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then there's, like, social wellness, right? Like, we we do need relationships and social activity. No matter how much of an introvert you are, you still need, like, socialization <laughs> to keep yourself feeling well. Um, and then there's spiritual wellness. And that's something I have been prioritizing lately. But uh, in the past, I would say I neglected it. And so I definitely always felt sort of, like, off. Yeah. Or a little guilty that I wasn't paying more attention to that. And then there's, like, occupational wellness, so your job, um, environmental wellness. So your your environment, your you know, what does home life look like? What Got does it. your work life look like? Uh, what does your your boundaries look like with your relationships? And so for me personally, I really prioritize a few of those. I not all of them because again, also I think it's kind of impossible to do all of them like equally. You mm-hmm. have to determine what like yeah is important when to you. you listed all of those i'm like okay i'm i'm really good at one and then i'm like severely yeah. lacking the other like right. i'm trying to visualize it and it's like all over the place right. it's very like skewed yeah and i'm the same way because not all of those things i prioritize mm-hmm. and like it's some of them are more important to me and i think the ones that are really important to me right now um are my physical wellness so just like physically speaking, like health-wise, what I put into my body, am I moving every day, like the endorphins piece, Mm -hmm. like I really need exercise just to feel, I think, productive and happy. Like I I didn't, you know, I neglected a lot of my physical well-being, like I think in my early 20s. And so when I started to see the connection between my physical well-being and how that helped me in other areas of my life, like my work, I started to prioritize that more. And my emotional well-being is something that's really important to me too. So I definitely make space to, you know, either journal, write, practice gratitude, um, pray, things like that. Like my spiritual wellness kind of plays into my emotional wellness for me. 
But then also like occupational wellness is huge. I am somebody who did not have a work-life balance for a very long time. I used to have this mentality that I had to constantly be working. And if I wasn't working, I felt guilty about not working. Okay. And that's kind of, yeah. I think, the struggle of a lot of teachers as well, because mm-hmm. it is... I think it's a lot of people And just people in general. Yeah. But when you're in a job that is serving and humans... Very, and very demanding. And a very demanding yeah. job where you know, you're constantly being pulled in a million directions and there's obviously a million tasks that you have to get done and it's never ending. You just pour yourself into it. And that's what I did for so long. Like I just neglected everything else and thought, well, like I just have to do it. Right. Cause this is my job. And like, I didn't realize that I really needed to draw boundaries and all those aspects in order to create a balanced life. Like work-life balance was not a thing until honestly a year ago for me. Mm-hmm. And so what, what did your life look like then? Was it, you know, how were you feeling? Complete and utter exhaustion every yeah. day. Like to the point where it was so bad. I was spending more hours at my school and at my job than I was getting sleep every yeah. night. Uh, I honestly didn't really get that much sleep because I was staying up late doing work. I mean, at the time I was just a few years ago, I was living in New York, a very different lifestyle. And you lived in New York. So you know that yeah. hustle and bustle. I was getting my master's degree while working full time. So it was like, everything in my mind was like, grind, grind, grind. Like I got to do it because I just need to get to the next step. I need to get to the next promotion. Yeah. And when you're young, you feel, you feel unstoppable. You feel like you can do it because honestly you run off of adrenaline. And then what really was the wake up call was, you know, about a year and a half ago when I burnt out, I had never felt the level of exhaustion than I did at that point in my life where waking up was like the worst part of my day because I knew I had to face like the work that I had in front of me and I was honestly so depressed because of my situation um my health took a huge decline and basically in short because I was neglecting the other domains of wellness and only focused on like my occupational or work like domain everything else came crashing down and I realized in that moment I can't ignore my health for yeah. the sake of work. Yeah. And I think so many of us hit those moments where we realize work is not everything. If you don't have your health emotionally, physically, then you can't even do your job. And so for me, that was my wake up call. And so now I definitely prioritize my physical health, my emotional health over my work because mm-hmm. I recognize that's not the most important thing anymore. So what about you? What would you say you struggle with the most or something that maybe you've prioritized more now than you did before? I think... I've been having a lot of trouble finding balance in my life. I think I've always tended to be the person who kind of would prioritize play over work. So I'm kind of like the opposite <laughs> of you. Oh my I, gosh, yeah. I'm like completely the opposite of you. Like I like you're the work hard and I'm the play hard. Which is so funny because I have to just chime in because when I would do things for fun mm-hmm. and I wasn't working you I felt feel guilty. guilty yeah and now I don't feel that way but before that's how I felt and it's like that's so unhealthy mm-hmm. to feel guilty for actually doing things that are fun yeah but like for <laughs> me it's like I always thought it was because I was being lazy and I didn't want to <laughs> do the hard work yeah but but yeah like I would literally even if I had like a ton of things on my to-do list like a huge weakness of mine is like if there was something else that I deemed more fun or something Mm -hmm. that I was more into I would do that instead and like I have a huge issue where like 
I just have really bad FOMO. Oh my gosh, this is such a millennial episode. <laughs> I have such bad, like, fear of missing out, y'all, is real. Like, if somebody is doing something, I always want to be a part of it. I never say no to things because mm. I want to do everything. That is so interesting. Yeah. I feel like I literally am the opposite. You are. I, I literally are. am so okay with <laughs> No, literally, like, it, Not taking part it in hurts me physically to see other people having fun without me what (laughs) and so like I always want to be a part of everything and I want to do everything oh man and so like and so New York being in New York was like it was like the best but also the worst because it was the best because there's so many things going on all the time but it was also the worst because there were so many things going on all the time and I can imagine how like you wanted to probably do everything yes but you definitely cannot and so I would spend all of my time doing all of these, like, social things and hanging out with friends and doing what I thought was just, like, was, like, it was more fun than, like, the chores of life. So, like, and then I found that after a while, your laundry starts piling up, your dishes start piling up, (laughs) my bed hasn't been made in, Wait, I'm sorry, your bed doesn't get made automatically? (laughs) You have to do that? I'm kidding. Right. And then, like... Like, I would do laundry when I've run out of underwear. Oh, and Or I would, like, literally, I would go, instead of doing laundry, I would just go and buy more underwear. No, you did not. Of course I did. Wait, this is a new side of you that I'm learning. But um, I've also realized that now that I've become more self-aware and know myself a little bit better and, like, not come to terms with, but understood my mental health needs, I realized that my... Like, my mind kind of naturally gravitates towards things that bring me joy Mm -hmm. instead of doing things that don't bring me joy. Right, yeah. In order to maintain my mental health because I know I like to stay busy in order for me not to, like, spiral into depression. So, like, that's why I do all of those things, Mm -hmm. right? But it also makes my life feel like a mess. Yeah. Because my life is messy. Like, literally messy. You're, like... Fig- like not figuratively like actually like actually like my room is a mess <laughs> my house is a mess my kitchen's a mess you know like like Mary Kondo would have a field day Just, at my place and to be honest like I didn't really believe you until like I actually did see the way you lived and I was like what is this why is everything in boxes and okay, like- okay to be fair though when you came to my house I was also had just moved well no I hadn't just moved in but I was like in flux my life was in flux. But at yeah. Time. But yeah, no, I like if I ever go on a trip or anything, I would and I come back, I don't unpack until I have to go on another oh, trip and I'll gosh. unpack and then repack. Um, Cause it honestly, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. So like it just, it's not, it's, um, it's like not my priority. Which is so, okay. So I feel like what I'm learning from this discussion is that we definitely prioritize different domains. Yeah. Right. Which then can, but. But it, n- neither one of them is better. It's just that it's not. But but then it's also like we're both we're on like two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, we are. I think for you, you are neglecting your self care. Yes. And like every like taking care of yourself as a like right. me- like mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. and physically. But for me, I would I felt like I'm feeling as a functional adult. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny because. I think this example just shows that balance is different for everyone, yeah. right? And what you need to feel good and balanced is different from what I need. And that's the beauty of, I think, everyone's life, right? Yeah. And that's also why we can't, you can't compare your life to, like, other people yeah. because... And I think also because we just, prioritize different things. Because for you, like, 
you find joy in maybe your accomplishments and like <laughs> yeah. being fulfilled career-wise and right. in your work. And for me, it's being social and being like wanted as a friend. And like doing social things. And doing brings social, you joy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because I'm at, at my core, I'm a for real an extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to like be around people to get, gain energy. Right. So let's talk a little bit about what balance is. Yeah. Because I think we've been talking about it and I don't think either of us are very balanced no. right now. <laughs> I think it's, and it's so funny because we're, if you think of a balance, we're literally on both like the opposite I ends. I think together like... we're very balanced. <laughs> exactly. We're like yin and yang. Yeah. We're like, if we're on like a seesaw, we would be Ew, completely balanced. But if parallel. You, yeah. <laughs> but if you get off, I'm going to be on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> So what is balance and why is it important? I I feel like balance to its core, obviously, is when you're not feeling like you're pulled in any one direction too much. Mm-hmm. As you said, the... What was it? Oh, the domains. Yeah. Um, like, when you're not pulled in every, any direction too much, like... All the, your domains all are the, kind of All the domains of wellness, as Alyssa uh, mentioned earlier, are kind of equally... Distributed. Distributed. Um... Obviously, that is very hard to do. Mm-hmm. I think a well-balanced life would look like a well-balanced domain, you know? Yeah. Also, I feel like in a balanced life, you set aside ample time to kind of achieve everything that you've set out to do. Mm-hmm. But also know that you should give yourself time to rest your mind and your body. Yeah. Thus, you'll be more clear-headed. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll feel more grounded more centered and will lead you to be more motivated in yeah. life. And as you said, you know, balance does look different on everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that what's important to note here is that we ca- we just like know intuitively like what balance feels like, mm-hmm. you know, when your life is going well, <laughs> like yeah. because you can go through your day and you're like, oh yeah, I took care of this. Um, you know, I'm seeing a friend that's hitting the social thing. Yeah. I went to the gym this morning. I'm getting my work done right now. And you feel fulfilled. And you feel good, yeah, right? You, feel you like good. walk through your day and you don't feel anxious and you probably just feel like really accomplished. Like mm-hmm. that's a balanced day. Like when I don't feel a burden weighing on me, like, oh gosh, I know I have to do this, but I've been putting it off for like yeah. eight months. Oh my God. I, you know, that like, just, that just brings me back to like, <laughs> I'm such a procrastinator. Like yeah. it's just, it's so bad. It's funny because like in certain areas of my life, I'm a procrastinator, but then like other areas, what, I'm what like, areas of life are you procrastinating? Well, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but like when it comes to like finances okay and like taxes I'm like so bad at that stuff and like even with insurance like my insurance company had been asking for like my mileage on my car for literally like three months it's the easiest thing you guys like all I had to do was like literally go see how many freaking miles I are on my car and then like input it online why do you think you've been putting it off because for me it's like I view the other things that I have to do as, like, so much more important. Or, like, it, like, takes more brain space. That, like, even a small thing like that, to me, is, like, a burden. Uh Uh-huh. Because, like, oh, I have to work on these work projects. And, like, I know, like, those deadlines have to, like, be met. So, like, I just prioritize that. And then, so, it's just funny how the other small things that seem honestly very easy get pushed aside and I feel like I can't be the only one I feel like there's a a lot of other people who like also feel the same way when it comes to like it's like it's like washing the dishes yeah right for me it's like oh it could sit for another day or two like it's not important it's just so funny it's not burdening anyone that's my taxes that's yeah (laughs) 
I mean, sit there until April 15th. Sure. <laughs> Even though I got, you know, all my documents in January, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I think that what's important is like balance is different for everyone. Like just because somebody else is doing other things doesn't mean you have to, because yeah. ultimately like it's what they need. It's what brings you like you like doing all the social stuff is like going to fulfill you. Right. But obviously, you know, that that can't just be the only thing you focus on. Whereas for me, like a little bit of socialization is enough and I'm OK with that. Like yeah. I don't need, you know, as much as you do to feel balanced. So I think, you know, it's important to just recognize that we all have different factors and life obligations and responsibilities and and needs that uh, are going to require different amounts of energy and attention. So when you think about like, you know, how do you create a balanced life? Well, one, you have to identify, you know, these domains that need attention for you. So for me, like I have prioritized like physical health as like one of my top domains, my emotional health and um, occupational as like my top three, I would Mm -hmm. say, because I know that in order to be physically and emotionally well, like I can't just work all the time. Yeah. So I have to create systems for me to be able to sort of fulfill each of those domains. And like, I'm a routine person. And if I get out of my routine, that's what makes me feel off kilter. Right. Like I have to, like, that's why like Stacey kind of makes fun of me, but like I go to bed like at a certain time oh my gosh, almost does. every day. Like actually right now we're recording and like, <laughs> honestly, my bedtime is in eight minutes. <laughs> I'm like, feel a little anxious about it. No, but like basically I have to go to bed like at a certain time, wake up at a certain time, like go to the gym in the morning. And if I don't do that, I actually like feel really off. That's really funny you say that because I'm kind of the complete opposite. I don't have a routine to my life. Like maybe I should get one, but honestly, I feel like I know that if I am in a routine, I will feel stuck and I will feel oh. like I'm in a rut and I feel bored. Interesting. Um, I mean, this has definitely been a trial and error for mm-hmm. a better part of my life because I think for most people, routine is healthy and routine is expected. And my mom is always on my ass about like, oh, (laughs) why aren't you should have a routine? You should like just like make sure that you do these things every day. But for me, it's like uh, if I don't feel like it, I'm not going to do it. Mm, (laughs) Wow. You're um, like so much more of a free spirit than like. Yeah. And the thing is, um, for the longest time, I felt guilty of that because it was what was expected of me, but I just couldn't do it. Right. And um, for the longest time, I was like, why can't I mm-hmm. just do my laundry when I need to, do my chores when I need to, like, like just work on these, what I think as mundane things, mm-hmm. um, because I actually need to do them. Like, clean my house, right? right? But to me, like, it just it's just not important to me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think when it comes to, like, balance, it, it really goes back to, like, identifying the parts that, you know, you're neglecting, like recognizing is the first step is saying like, these are the domains or areas of my life that I'm neglecting and putting aside and I need to address them. Like this is making me feel unbalanced because I'm not putting enough energy into these areas. And then really paying attention to how we feel, I think is important because we should be doing the things that make us feel good. Right. If it doesn't make you feel good. But yeah. And then the thing is like, when I do do these things, when I do do laundry, when I do wash the dishes, it actually makes me feel good at the end Because, well, first of all, you have to. Like, yeah, you no. could not live your life. <laughs> right, no, no. But, like, because me neglecting it yes. because I would rather do something else 
I mean, the doing something else making me feel that that's fine. Yeah. But me neglecting that and putting it off will in turn make the other parts of my life yes. feel not as good because I know that's weighing exactly. me down. Exactly. Because once I do do the dishes, once I do do my laundry, I actually do feel lighter. Right. And I do feel more fulfilled and I'm like, oh, finally I've checked that off my mm-hmm. list. That's a, like a burden off my chest. Yeah. So it sounds like what we have to identify the parts that we're neglecting and then like actually set a goal or plan to like make sure that we're fulfilling those parts Mm -hmm. so that way we do feel balanced and it's that's the hard part is like actually getting yourself to like get it done to do it yeah Yeah. and I think for me it's trying to think about how I'm gonna feel after this is done yeah like okay if you do this you'll actually feel so much better yeah yeah and I think that hits the part of like of setting a new mindset or perspective on the things that we typically dread uh to help create that balance because you know for me I do dread certain like aspects of adulting like what like, like I, it's like actually like finances and bills and like paper like okay, okay. insurance that's oh my so funny God. To like me. 401k like I don't <laughs> understand you like yeah. like all of that stuff like stocks I don't and I feel like I need to be investing my money and like that side of me gives me mm-hmm. anxiety because I feel so uneducated about it but I know that like financial wellness is also really important too like you need yeah. to have that in order and so uh, I know that like my priority moving forward is actually to get smarter about my money. I will admit that, like, I don't budget as much as I should. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I think, as forward-thinking with my money that as I could be in terms of, like, investing. Yeah. And um, I think that that's something that kind of weighs on me sometimes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you should be thinking about that, Alyssa. Like, you're not, like, 20 anymore. Like, you know, yeah. like, you should be thinking about, like, investing your money and saving up for a house and all that. So... I think that, yeah, examining, like, the parts of your lives that you need to focus on and then, like, changing your mindset about it. Like, instead of viewing it as, like, a chore or a task, just, like, think about, oh, this is going to help me feel more balanced or this is going to help other parts of my life when I get this in order. These are all, like, really big picture things. Yeah. And it's, like, I don't know, these concepts, when we're talking about them, it just seems so hard to grasp. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about, like, how do I tackle this, like, bit by bit? Yeah. Because, like, I think when you take things step by step, like, in smaller chunks, it's always easier to digest it. So, like, how do we take these steps in order to create balance in our lives, Mm -hmm. right? And I think we can start by kind of examining what our daily schedule is like, what our, like, weekly schedule is like right now as it is, and what areas, like, what percentage of each thing are we putting, like, our time into each domain? Yeah. What have we been prioritizing, but then not really aligning with our values? Right. Like, are we putting too much time into work like you are? Yep. (laughs) Hands down, I am. Yeah. Or am I, or are you putting too much time into, you know? Yeah. And I think we need to kind of re-examine it and like maybe we're too extreme in each area. And I think like what helps with that. And being really concrete with, like, an action step is actually, like, scheduling out parts of your day. Yeah. And and your week, really. It's, Mm -hmm. like, it's really, like, puzzle pieces, right? Like, thinking of your schedule as, like, where am I fitting in the things that I know I need? Yeah. And so that I'm not neglecting it. And if it's not on my schedule, like, I won't do it. I definitely do that, too. Like, my Google Calendar is legit my, like, diary and, like, also, like, my to-do list Mm -hmm. and how I remember to do, like, the tiny... Like, I will schedule in walking my dog yeah. or like obviously like the events I will yeah. have in 
but I'll also schedule in like, oh, you need to take this time to fold laundry. Yeah. <laughs> and I will designate like 30 minutes to folding laundry. Because if it's not in there, I'm just gonna be like, oh, you won't do it. Right. I can watch Netflix and sit here. And, you know, you know? <laughs> I need to do a better job of not making like work the only thing that's in my schedule. Because mm-hmm. like, honestly, I will say that my schedule is it's around it's like it really is like revolves around work and yeah. I want to do a better job of structured with the other parts of my life that are important yeah and I will say like I get really bad at like the social part like I will like not see people if I just feel like I have to do work I know because I know <laughs> and I know you've experienced I know that. and so like I like actually need like my friends to keep me accountable They'll be like nope you're actually not gonna work until 8 p.m t- you're gonna go and have dinner and you're gonna socialize with people and this week actually reminded me how much I needed to do that because yesterday I had dinner with a friend and I almost canceled. No, you did not. Because I was feeling overwhelmed with work Ugh. and I was like, gosh, like I have these deadlines, yeah. like I need to get it done. Maybe I should just like stay in and work. And then I forced myself to go and still have dinner and I realized that made me feel so much better. Yeah. It's good to have boundaries. Yeah. Which is like the biggest thing that I need to like work on is like the work-life balance. Yeah. And so now that we've seen what our schedules are like currently Mm -hmm. we have to picture what an ideal week would look like to us yes so like you schedule it out like what how you would ideally want to see your life and how you would structure it and visually it'll help you fit everything you need to do in that schedule Mm -hmm. and on our busy lives Again, this will help us, you know, set very strict boundaries and limits on how much time and energy we spend on each part of our lives. Yeah. I think that's so important, the scheduling piece, because if it's in your schedule, you're more likely to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you're also... It's also a good reminder that yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I should do this. And then you're subconsciously and consciously like making it a priority in your life mm-hmm. because you're saying, this is important to me, so I'm like going to make sure that's like on yeah. my radar. It's like in my day. It's a part of my routine. And so... Also, I feel like a lot of these tasks in your head, it looks so daunting, where in real... or. I think my tasks are very daunting. Like, um, but in reality, laundry is daunting. Okay. In reality, it takes like two sec, like five minutes yeah. to put in your laundry, and then like wait, and then it takes like maybe that's so true. Fifteen minutes to wash the dishes, two, one minute to make your yeah. bed, right? But in my like, obviously, when I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, oh, it's such a pain, right? But then if I'm scheduling it out, I'm like. I'm going to oh, I'm going like, to put aside 5 minutes to do this. How much is why like so true. 5 minutes is like a song and a half. Yeah, right? right? Oh my god, yeah. that's so true. And that's that's honestly how I view the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you have an hour to be on Instagram scrolling. You have a freaking hour to spend moving your body. Like yeah. you can freaking put your put down your phone, go take a yoga class, yeah. go run a mile on the treadmill, like go stretch. I realized that, like, those, like, things that I used to dread, like, honestly, going to the gym was, like, I literally did not work out for, like, there are many years in my life I didn't work out. No, (laughs) I... Like, very long time I didn't work out. I'm the same way because I, personally, I hate going to the gym. I think it's the most boring thing in the world. I don't know how people do it. Like, those gym rats, like, I do not know how they (laughs) go to the gym day in, day out for, like two hours two three hours at a time like if I go into the gym alone I will do like one rep of everything and just like <laughs> be like I'm done and like be on my phone the whole time so in order to prioritize my that in my life yeah I found like more fun ways to incorporate it so which totally makes sense now because yeah. you do pull I do and that's a very social activity it is that's why I got into pull because I'm like oh it's 
it's so good for like upper body strength and just like conditioning and it's just a great workout in general but also it's a class it's a structured class where they're telling you to do but it's also like in a yes. creative format where you're like you're it's dance mm-hmm. so like you're moving your body and like you're expressing yourselves in different ways but also it's a group activity yeah um, but it's also like empowering because like it teaches you how to be sexy and move your body and like you're in minimal clothing so like you have to be forced to be okay looking at your body the entire time so yeah I've been doing pole for like two years now and it's like the greatest thing ever and it's it's a really hard thing for me to be like a regular at something Mm -hmm. to like be consistent with something routine yeah. yeah in routine and pole has been something that I've consistently been doing for the last almost two that's years that's great and it's because it's something that I've learned to like genuinely love to yeah. do and then on top of it it brings me that like the social need the social the need the physical need yep. and it helps with like mental health and everything so I think finding a creative way to like fulfill multiple domains at yeah. once is actually great yeah and I think that that's such a great example of just seeing how like your priorities are kind of being played out in different ways. Like Mm -hmm. that's important to you. And so like you found something that really brings you joy and also like hits multiple domains. And so, you know, that's just to say that everything is going to look different for everyone. Like for me, that would probably drive me more insane. Like, (laughs) like I need like my alone time, you know, like I need my yoga class where I'm just focusing on my breath and me only and my thoughts and my body and just like connecting with myself to feel centered and to feel balanced. Whereas like you like need the, probably the more social aspect. And like, I like the gym for myself. Like I just like to be by myself. I don't like to be bothered. That's so fine. It's like my worst nightmare. We're like, seriously (laughs) like yin and yang. But like, I love going to the gym and like being by myself, getting on that tread. I really don't like running, but I will say like, I like the way I feel after. So I do run on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. I also hate running. Like I don't love it, but I like the way it makes you feel. So like, I just have changed my mindset about exercise and viewed it as like, you know, this is your alone time. This is like the way that I recharge. This is my, also like the domain of physical wellness where I, you know, need to get movement in. I need to take care of my physical health. So it will look different for you and it will look different for the person next to you. And And, yeah. And I think having that balanced life is actually part of self-care. It is. Yeah. And again, like just how, you know, balance looks different for everybody. Self-care is also, you know, different for everybody. Clearly just here, me and Alyssa, like we're such different people. Mm -hmm. The way we care for ourselves is so different. It's so different. Like you need your alone time for yourself to Mm -hmm. reset and Mm -hmm. recharge, but I need to like be with people and Mm -hmm. like have constant changes of scenery in order to stimulate my senses and satisfy, like, my wanderlust, yeah. you know? Some people may need hobbies and um, activities for yeah. them to, like, feel more fulfilled. And then other people need to be really involved in their careers and jobs yes. for them to mm-hmm. feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Not saying one is better than the other. It's just one is better than the other for you. Right. Like, this is another, like, one-size-fits-one type of deal. So what self-care really is, is kind of, like, taking stock of, like, what you're missing in life because one area of it might be draining for you Mm -hmm. um, and asking too much of you. So you really need to focus on, like, balancing that out. Yeah. But also realize, like, even if it's not 100% balanced, that's okay, too, exactly, because yeah. that is what you need for yourself in order to feel yeah. 
good. And balance doesn't mean like equal parts yeah. of everything, right? Because mm-hmm. like you can't spend like an equal 15, 20% on everything. Like that's just not how life works too. Like yeah. there are some things that are going to require more of your attention. It's the um, prioritizing. Yeah. And so that's what you just have to figure out, right? Is like what are the priorities in your life mm-hmm. and then how do you schedule them out in your day so that you're not neglecting one area and when you finally kind of hit that groove where you feel like all parts are kind of being met that's when you can kind of operate and and wake up and feel good about your day mm-hmm. and then go to bed and feel really good yeah. about your day whereas you know I've definitely had those days where I go to bed and I feel very unbalanced because I didn't do any of the things that I know I needed to take care of myself you know but the thing is that's okay too because you have tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> and then, like, the important thing is not to beat yourself up yeah. when you feel like, okay, you haven't achieved the balance. It's just about, like, actively taking small steps mm-hmm. to get closer to it. Yeah. I That's just, like, what I've also learned recently that, you know, not every day is going to be perfect. But yeah. so long as you just, like, make the effort the next day to hit the other domains that maybe you neglected the day before, then that's the best. That's the best that you can give at that moment. And yeah. I used to feel really guilty and feel bad about myself if I like missed a day at the gym or didn't do you know certain self-care things that I wanted to do and all I did was work and then Mm -hmm. I would go to bed feeling like dang it like (laughs) I like screwed up my boundaries again you know but at the end of the day that's life and it's all learning process you gotta be easy on yourself like don't be so hard on yourself honestly like we're all human beings we can't do everything all the time and I think the kindest thing you can do for yourself is to forgive yourself for your shortcomings and forgive yourself for not being able to do it all yeah and not put pressure on yourself to be like perfect like we don't want to equate balance with being perfect Mm -hmm. because that's not what it is right balance just means like you're taking care of yourself in a way that meets your needs yeah because and, it's different for everyone. And the thing is, your needs might also change. So your balance and priorities will change over time and shift, as well. yes. So this isn't like a, okay, I'm going to so figure it out today. And then I'm just going to run on this like schedule for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, this is an evolving, ever-evolving, ever-changing that thing. That is such a good point. Because at different points in your life, you're going to need certain things more yeah. than you are going to need something else. So, yeah. And that's why we really encourage, you know, the sort of taking inventory of where you are in your life. Self-reflection. Yeah. And just like really... Really understanding who you are and what you need. Yeah. At this time. And it, and it really does take like actual time oh. to like get this figured out, but also like you need to make space in your life where you actually stop and reflect mm-hmm. like, okay, what is it that I need? Yeah. What is it that I'm neglecting? Exactly. And then like, how do I actively work on these things? Because if you don't take the time, that's when things still just feel out of balance and you're just like going Lost through your emotions. Yeah. yeah and neglecting the things that you know that you you really want to put your attention to. So we hope that this episode was just kind of, I guess, an opening conversation to creating more balance in your life. We're by no means experts, so do not listen to this and be like, <laughs> are they gurus or something? We're not gurus. We're just two We are women basically who are... <laughs> telling you what we're doing yeah. for our lives. Obviously, like, we are, we are also human. We are also working through our stuff, and... I'm a work in progress. Alyssa's a work in progress. Like we're know. we're here on this journey, and we're just sharing what we're going through mm-hmm. to hopefully one inspire you to do the same, but also to to let you know that it's okay to not know everything because yeah. we don't. We don't. I don't know what I'm doing half the time, but it's fine. <laughs> like. <laughs> and so we just want to thank you so much again for listening to this episode and just being a supporter of the podcast. We cannot emphasize enough how much you listening it just means to us the fact that we're in season two still boggles 
me, like, just blows my mind that, like, we're here. Um, And so if you did make it all the way to the end of this episode, we would love if you could take a screenshot and share it with your audience in your Instagram stories and just kind of let us know. What did you think of this episode? And sort of what are your takeaways or if you could resonate with anything that we said we also want to know because that's the best part is like finding a community Mm -hmm. in our struggles Um, and if you haven't already please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen it really helps our podcast continue to grow grow and Again, we love it when people are like, oh, we found you on iTunes because yeah. somebody or somebody recommended it. And um, that's really exciting for us. So um, just thank you again for all your support. And you can always find us on Instagram at ttalk underscore podcast. You can find myself at STCLU. And you can find Alyssa at always Alyssa Marie. Thank you for listening, guys. We will talk to you next week. And... We'll be back with a new episode. Stay of, balanced. Yeah. <laughs> we hope you're be- you live a balanced We hope life. next week it, you work on it. Yeah. All right. Till next time, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tea Talk Podcast. And as always, thank you for supporting us. Since Alyssa and I are both Asian American creatives, we wanted to find a way to give back to the community and support other Asian hyphenated who break the mold by being in the creative fields. So we thought we can use this space at the end of each episode to feature a musical artist from this community. This week's featured artist is Vincent Fable. Vincent is an LA-based R&B singer and songwriter whose thoughtful pop tunes share stories of transformation through the ups and downs of life and love. As in a fable, Vincent's music contains personal stories and cautionary tales, all with the hope of inspiring change in himself and others. This is Forbidden Fruit. Please enjoy. Water the garden and roll up the leaves. Cut from the ribs. I'm Adam, you Eve. Grilling the yard. Smoking the tree. Could you be? Woman for me Again with my And your sweet to the core Serving, lurking Trying to split the rainbows Your nights Your divine You're my first choice, my favorite But if not, that spot is breaking Forbidden fruit Trying to have a taste of you Give me the juice Cause I need the boost of my point of view Everybody's talking about what's plucked from my, my garden Forbidden fruit, trying to have a taste of you Give me the juice, cause I need the boost of my point of view Everybody's talking about what's plucked from my, my garden Open your body, curves melodic, singing to me Show me your naughty, you at the party, cling on to me Baby, don't let go, show me your rules You got your options, I'm trying to choose I pour with mine, and you're sweet to the core Serpent, lurking, trying to slither and more Your nights, your divine You're my first choice, my favorite But if not, that spot is vacant Forbidden fruit, trying to have a taste of you. Give me the juice, cause I need the boost of my point of view. Everybody's talking about what's plucked from my, 
Marca.